With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So this is Jonathan Kirsting with Tech Vibe Radio here on KDKA, also with the Pittsburgh Technology Council, and I am on the road at the vault on Neville Island. You've probably never heard of the vault, but you're hearing about it now. This is a recording studio owned by Bob McCutcheon, who just happens to lead up PricewaterhouseCoopers here in Pittsburgh. And uh, it's great to be in your studio here. We've talked about this before in previous shows. You are no stranger to Tech Vibe Radio. And we're here talking to you again about things outside the, the recording studio. But we're in the recording studio. I had to mention it because how can you not when, there's, when we're surrounded by awesome equipment? So, Bob, welcome to the show today. Oh, glad to be here. I appreciate, uh, I appreciate you doing it down here at the vault. This is uh, a fun way to do the interview. So first off, tell us about yourself and what you do at PricewaterhouseCoopers, and then I'm going to hear a little bit about the vault, and then we're going to jump into our topic today where we're going to be talking about how technology is really disrupting people, talent, and workforce, and uh, we'll, we'll jump right into that, but we're here. we got to talk about It's a smidge about the vault. Sure, sure. Well, um, as you mentioned, I'm the managing partner at PricewaterhouseCoopers and uh, also the industrial products leader for the firm, and spending a lot of time talking about technology, and as we've talked in some past uh Segments, you know, a lot about how we're disrupting manufacturing with technology. Um, you know, surrounded by a lot of technology here uh, at the studio, and this is just a, a hobby of ours. But uh, you know, it's certainly a lot of fun to be creative and innovative and think about technology and impacts all of our lives, right? Um, both at work and, and outside of work. So um, I'm glad you're able to make it down here, and we'll try to find a way to make this fun as well. Um, you know, the, the technology story, as we've talked before, um, is really transforming manufacturing. I think today is probably a good time to talk about what that means to the workforce, right? Um, a, lot of, a lot of folks immediately have a reaction when you talk about advanced technology and implementing technology in a manufacturing environment that somehow that's going to take jobs. It can come across very negative sometimes, and we've had this discussion kind of on air before and also off air that at the end of the day, like this is going to be additive, that technology is here to actually create more as far as that is. Would you agree? No, I absolutely agree. I think that what's going to happen is that we're going to shift the, the skill sets necessary in the workforce. Um, uh, we do believe it will be accretive in terms of job creation, uh, but it's going to be a different kind of job. So moving from that hard hat to the white coat um, and being able to, to think about a different skill set, uh, you know, a more advanced technology-driven skill set as opposed to uh, some of the more traditional sort of manufacturing in our grandfather's day, right? Less calluses when it comes to uh, the, the, the more modern and future state of manufacturing. And, of course, manufacturing is so important. It is still vital, and it's still happening here very heavily in southwestern Pennsylvania. So that's why I'm glad we're going to talk about how you know, technology is really taking things forward. Yeah, it is, and I think this is a great time. I mean, this region alone, um, with some of the advances we've had in the energy sector and the diversity of the economy, uh, we're seeing a movement towards more manufacturing here. Um, and I think this technology also creates a, a huge competitive advantage for the U.S. and, and, and U.S. manufacturing, and, and this region, I think, is going to benefit significantly from that. Um, you know, you think about the higher education and, and some of the, the, the technology um, that's being driven in this city, and then you think about... Um, you know, some of the investments that are being made in, you know, more traditional manufacturing because of the availability of, of energy. 
um, you bring those two together, and, and we've got a you know a nice environment to create um, to create jobs and, and and bring manufacturing back home. So in the past, you've talked about things like three D printing, which is is really I mean setting the world on fire. So tell us about some of these other technologies that are coming in and, and really kind of changing the landscape these days. Sure. So I think you know the way I try to describe it is it's not one technology, but it's an ecosystem that's being developed. Right. So three D printing. Um, is certainly one type of, you know, additive manufacturing that changes the way we make things, but it will also change supply chains and, and where we make it and how quickly we make things on demand, right? Um, if you think about things like the Internet of Things, um, artificial intelligence, advanced robotics, you put all of these technologies together in an ecosystem and you change the way we do things. Um, but a lot of companies, what they're realizing is that it's not about selling a product, but it's about shifting in the value chain to to delivering a solution to a, a, a client or a customer rather than just delivering a product. Uh, so data, the sharing of data, the advanced analytics around that, and how you can provide value to your customer beyond just the product itself is really where, where manufacturing is going. Um, so that means that the technical skills that our people will need are going to be very, very different. right? Um, but what's interesting is what you're seeing is more than half, uh, actually about three-quarters of the jobs that are being created, non-shop floor jobs that are being created, will require post-secondary education. But not all of that is necessarily a four-year degree. About 50% of those jobs are coming from VOTEC or two-year degree programs. Um, you require some advanced training, um, but it's not necessarily all of the technical skills that you think you need in four or five, six-year sort of you know, education. There are th definitely those kind of jobs. Um, but I think the, the training from a skills gap perspective is going to be an important focus for us to make sure that we're, we're filling the jobs with the right individuals and the right skill sets. So are manufacturers now communicating with the schools to let them know what these new skill sets are? Because obviously they're changing so quickly. And sometimes by the time a school can ramp up to provide that, they've changed again because the, change of, of the, the, the pace of change has become so rapid these days. How, how are they kind of staying in sync with one another? Yeah, it's, there's, it's kind of nice to see. I mean, there's a renewed interest in STEM. Right. Um, I think a lot of the uh, the companies in the region are also helping to refocus on, on STEM. Uh, so the universities and the colleges and the Votex are refocusing on that, on developing that pipeline. And it starts with working with kids at an early age, raising awareness in terms of their career options and providing them with some direction uh, and then changing the curriculum. Right. Adapting the curriculum to address the new needs, not the old needs. And I think you know, most of the schools are beginning to see the need to kind of toggle a little bit in terms of the curriculum development. It's definitely a cultural change, that's for sure, and a whole new mindset. To me, it's just so fascinating to see technology and manufacturing really coming together where you almost can't tell them apart. A tech company is a manufacturing company, and manufacturing is a tech company. So your job gets to be a lot of fun because you're the one paying attention to all these stats and trends. And I know PricewaterhouseCoopers does a lot of research on this. Is there any uh, cool stuff you could share with us, some stats, some key findings, and some white papers you guys have authored you could point us to? Yeah, we've, we've done a number of, of individual papers, and you can find them at pwc.com. Uh, under industrial products, uh, but we've done individual pieces on all of the different technologies as well as the talent uh, management piece of this. Um, and, and you're right, there's, there's so much that's going on right now, and it's so exciting to help our clients you know, move down this direction from the strategic point of view all the way down to the implementation on some of this stuff. Um, it's having a transformative effect on, on our clients. What are some key areas that you're really paying attention to now within tech trends that you think are really going to be like crazy and explosive to take things to the next level? Yeah, I think w when you talk about the technology, I think you know, the catalyst for a lot of this was the cloud, right? Um, because many of these technologies that existed for some period of time 
um, but they're coming together now, and it's the cloud that allows all of the information sharing and the connectivity to all of this technology. That's why all of a sudden it's become so transformative. Um, but I think it really gets down to the Internet of Things, and which, which just allows for the gathering and the sharing of the information, but it's, the power is really in the analytics, the predictive analytics, and how you can use that information to drive value, and that's what we had been missing for a long period of time. How do you drive value with the data, not just capture the data? That is some fascinating stuff. Now, you're a pretty prolific author. You blog a lot, and you're always providing this type of insight. Where can people go and, and check you out and, and follow you and, and, and read about all this stuff? I'm sure. Well, you can definitely follow me on Twitter at McCutcheon, at McCutcheon Bob, um, as well as, as I mentioned, PwC.com under industrial products. We do uh, a lot of sharing of some of this thought leadership, the blog, uh, et cetera. So I yeah, would love people to, to follow and you know, keep up with uh, everything that we're trying to put out there. At the same time, one little plug before we go, we are in the vault. i got to bring it up one last time because this is an amazing place that you have built. And obviously, you are a tech guy at heart. You're a musician at heart, too, on top of doing everything you do with PricewaterhouseCoopers. So tell me a little bit about the journey of building this place and why it's important to have a creative mind and be able to let loose in a place like the vault. Yeah, it's a great question. I Actually, I share this with a lot of, uh, of the staff that work with me. You know, at the end of the day, you have to stay true to who you are, the things that you're passionate about and that make you who you are. And... Uh, you know, you have to have those hobbies, those releases, those things that, that, that allow you to be everything that you can be. And so when you have hobbies, you have to pursue them. Don't give them up. Don't, you know, sometimes they take a pause, <laughs> right? You know, you have a family, you collect dust, et cetera. But at the end of the day, if those are the things that, that really make you who you are, you have to continue to pursue them. And this is, I think, no better way than having a tech pack studio here for a guy like you. This is absolutely perfect stuff. Once again, Bob, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. Bob McCutcheon from Price Waterhouse Coopers. This has been Jonathan Kirsting from the Pittsburgh Technology Council and Tech Vibe Radio. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.